Welcome to another episode of On Her Own Terms, the podcast that inspires you to get happy and aligned. We are your hosts, Annie and Nikki, and we are here to share tools and processes that will help you on your way to your best life. Hi, happy Friday. Hello, everyone. Hello, Today hello. we are here with Nikki to discuss with you the topic about happiness, about your happiness practice and why you should have one. And we will talk more about happiness. And we will quickly introduce ourselves. So I will start. <laughs> um, my name is Annie. I am a health coach and I help women master their nutrition, health and create the life of their dreams full of joy and happiness so this topic is amazing because i think it's important part of our health to really build our happiness practice or to learn how to make ourselves happy in like small things daily yeah but uh, we will talk about that later so please nikki introduce yourself hi i'm a freedom coach and i my my kind of coaching journey started recently, but my way on becoming the person I am now, which is kind of like a continuous thing forever, but it started probably three years ago. Um, when when series of events led me to kind of travel and my first stop was Bali and I, I somehow decided to stay, <laughs> which, which happens very often uh so yeah it was it was my life break situation i called it my life break even then it was a journey that led me to kind of notice more what's happening inside me like my emotions my feelings where does it come from and i realized happiness and happiness practices like such a huge part of it and also it was very like very slow realization i would say even like this realization happened for me only recently but it's an important topic so that's why i am so happy we are discussing it today with you annie yeah um, yeah what what would what shall we start with do you have any happiness practice do you or what what would like kind of how would you explain for you what it means to have a happiness practice and then i can share mm-hmm. my viewpoint and we go from there yeah i really like that you started speaking about your story because i think that my story uh, also originated uh, where I learned my happiness practice. So I used to work as a cabin crew and I had like very hectic lifestyle. And um, my thing was that like my self-critic, like inner critic and the voice in my head was very negative. And <clears throat> it was the time that I got like really depressed and I had like very, a lot of time of like anxiety and feeling of loneliness and I there was like a low point of my life that uh, led to some changes in my life and I think at this time I really realized how important are some happiness practice and one that helps me I would say the most or I use it the most often is the practice of gratitude you know like uh, listing things that we are grateful for because our brain Um, when it focuses on the good things, it cannot focus on the bad things. So even though maybe sometimes you feel like you really don't feel like doing gratitude and listing all the things, once you push yourself to do it, then 
your mind will automatically switch to what you're grateful for and will seek more of those things. And like, it's, uh, I don't say it always will make you happier, but most of the time it will help. Um, yeah, it depends. Like sometimes for me also, it comes to the mind to make yourself feel uh, bad, you know, when you feel bad. Um, so for example, what I would do a few years ago, I was feeling bad and I was like bitching myself about feeling bad. I would, I would be like, why are you feeling so bad? Why are you so negative? You know, you have to be positive. Uh, you're focusing on the wrong things. And I would be like, uh, such a huge critic to myself. And this didn't help me either. So yeah. I wanted to say, to wrap it up, uh, gratitude practice is amazing. However, make yourself don't judge yourself for feeling bad. And then yeah. you can use the gratitude practice to kind of shift. You can like uh, sit down with your journal, list out like 10 things you are grateful for. I actually do it every morning. I list like five things that I'm grateful for and I have been loving it. Yeah, so Nikki, what, do, what practice do you use? When even more, yeah, sorry, the connection lacked. So yeah, I, I said like, I completely agree. Like how amazing is the shift from the, actually the second thing you said, like stop beating yourself up for not feeling great all the time or not feeling grateful all the time or not feeling happy all the time. That, that was like, it's strange, but it's like such a huge realization, right? Like, like the happiness practice, it's actually... Like, yeah, you can feel bad. <laughs> like we are human, we are having a human uh, experience and everybody feels bad sometimes. Like without feeling bad, we wouldn't even know how it is to feel good, right? Like you wouldn't have the, you wouldn't know the difference if everything was just great all the time. Uh, so that was a very strong point for me as well. When I finally figured this out, like when I stopped, um, like you said, the inner critic, when I stopped listening to the inner critic or when I stopped giving him or her like the, the you know, like like believing that it's true. Mm -hmm. Once I realized like it's just some, some voice in my head that it's coming from the brain and it's the brain's job to protect me. And this is how you kind of like, it wants to protect you, like focusing on all the negative, on all the risks, on all the... Um, dangerous things right because it helped you before like before i mean um in past when we were like cave people yeah. <laughs> it's instinct, right? like we had to survive, had to survive. and the world was a dangerous place back then so it has a reason why it's like that why our mind is like that why my mind is like that and uh the moment i stopped feeling like beating myself for it that was the moment where things started to change and um, I didn't even have like a fully happiness practice back then. Uh, I didn't, I, I cannot even say yet I have a full happiness practice. It's like something I keep exploring all the time now because I, I just started to believe it's the most important thing for me. Uh, and it's difficult. It's difficult uh, in our world. It, I don't know, maybe it's just my perception, but the way I uh, kind of seen world before was like, oh, I should be like very logical and do reasonable things and like 
people struggle for life. It's a struggle to earn good money. It's like um, it's supposed to be a hard work to do everything. Yeah. And then I started to believe something like completely different. Like, oh yeah, when I focus on being happy more than before, things are flowing easily. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's your perception as well, yeah. but it definitely works in the moments when I'm actually like, not moments, in like periods of time when I really take care of trying to feel better than I felt before. And it, when that's the focus, that's the times when somehow some things start to unfold on their own without even like too much struggle from my part or too much push from my part and this this is like in all of the areas in in like my life right it's the same for work it's the same for my health it's the same for my relationship so i feel like i kind of for me discovered something that helps and i'm also i also want to say like I don't believe there is only one way, one good way to do life. So if somebody doesn't don't resonate with this, it's completely okay. But because I realized it really works for me, like it really works if I focus on feeling better. Uh, it's just it's the, the only fix I fix I need <laughs> to fix my problems, right? And and kind of like to name the practices. This part will be definitely different for every person on earth. Uh, and for me, I, I'm starting to, I'm also kind of like just making a list now, making a list in a way like I'm discovering what it is that makes me feel good. So one of the huge things on the list or when things really started to change, it was, for example, when I got my puppy, I have a doggy and if, if he barks, I'm sorry for the noise, I will try to mute myself. But he's just such a, you know, like like condensed love. It's, it's amazing to have a puppy and he's not a puppy anymore. He's gonna be two years old, <laughs> but I will still call him puppy forever. Uh, it's just amazing what, what a, such a pure animal like doggy can do for you. Like, and for every person is different animal, right? Uh, just the feeling of love that I feel towards him Mm -hmm. kind of like reflected back to me and I just feel happy whenever he whenever he's around or we go for a walk that that's another thing like I have excuse to go for walks because <laughs> mm -hmm. before when, when I would be going alone like I would never go alone I tried to be a runner all my life but somehow didn't work now with my dog I can I cannot run I will never run probably but I can go for walks daily and that's like amazing thing for boosting my energy levels and my mood uh, every time. So yeah, that was a huge thing. And I have like few others, but maybe I wanted to uh, also kind of come back to to a question that popped into my head. Like, well, do you do you remember like what was the first thing you allowed yourself to feel happy for or, or to feel better for or what was the first practice like maybe not even a practice like definitely getting a dog wasn't wasn't a practice for me I was just like oh, I want a puppy maybe I can get one now right so was that a moment like this for you in your life or um I mean it's also difficult to say but just a question like mm -hmm. if it was if you can share yeah, it, with us it's a great question uh, and I think one important thing came to my mind so when I feel like really unhappy uh I look at my like self-love 
like where am I not accepting myself where am I beating myself up for where am I pushing myself to where I'm not supposed to go you know like this alignment I don't feel aligned where am I not feeling aligned and <clears throat> yeah like uh when you were saying about like make yourself feel happier I think for me it's like uh you know when you feel low do anything that makes you feel like not super happy at the moment you know because this is impossible but maybe something that makes you a little bit happier you know like some small joyful thing and from that on you can like elevate to another joyful thing and it works like this so like slowly step up towards something that you know for example when you feel low you can go and cook something nice for yourself or like make a nice salad or you can go for a walk or you can hug your puppy you know or something like this and just like small shift towards something that makes you feel better yeah uh, yes i completely agree what, what works for you, Nikki? Yeah. Let me know if, I, if you can hear me because I muted myself and now I'm unmuted. So it's okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's like difficult to get ourselves exactly to like a very high emotion, very high happiness and joy if we are feeling quite low, right? Like, like I don't feel that striving for like huge difference is even good. I, I completely agree with you. Like, just do one small, 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 small step that makes you feel just a little bit better. Just a little bit. I, I wouldn't expect like if I'm feeling super sad or um, disappointed from something, I cannot reach for joy. Like, I, I don't even know if I can, like, no, it's not possible to go that high, right? So I don't know the exact like names of the emotions. There are some scales, emotional scales. Um, people can Google that, but it's just based on feelings. Mm -hmm. yes. And uh, some, some simple step would be exactly like you said, like just a small thing, like play with the dog, go for a walk, or just simply like give yourself some time. Like, yeah. like to be in that emotion because sometimes we rush so so much to feel differently, and the emotions are actually like guidance system for us. Like, like it lets you know what you were thinking about, what happened, and sometimes these events we need to process, right? So there is time to process it, and then when we are ready to feel a little bit better, then then it's the time for the like something like happiness practice mm -hmm. and baby steps is certainly something that that is the most beneficial the most beneficial yeah sometimes like this uh, also one thing that <laughs> tell me <laughs> no i feel like sometimes these bad emotions are here to uh, get us aligned like yeah they are here to show us like this is not for you go there you know this uh, like yeah you tried it it didn't work for you do it this way now you know it this works for you better than this you know and like really like listening to these emotions like without judging ourselves that we feel them because i also wanted to mention like we are all human we cannot be happy like 100% of the time this is impossible like no one is <laughs> maybe like some yogis that are i don't know yeah. i, I don't think so and like we have up and downs and yeah, it's uh, don't beat yourself up. This is like my biggest point for you. So don't beat yourself up. 
And I wanted to say one more thing, but I forgot. Yeah, okay, so that's all from me. And now you can say what you were about to say. Yeah, I, I was gonna say uh, one thing that always helps me, but not that I would go to it like every single time I feel bad or anything. It's uh, on Fridays, I try to go to my painting class. Painting is something that unexpectedly I realized I like. And I said unexpectedly because I used to go to like uh, painting classes when I was a small kid. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel that I would particularly enjoy it at that time. Like, I mean, it was good, right? Like as a kid, you, you like to paint, but I don't, looking back, I don't feel like a strong, strong good or strong negative emotion towards it. Like I, I, it was almost something I forgot. Even if people, oh, my teacher now here, he asked me on the first lesson, like, oh, did you paint before? And I was like, no, I didn't. And then after, <laughs> in the next session, I was like, oh, hold on. I actually did paint before. I just forgot about it. What I'm trying to say, sometimes what makes us feel good can change over time. And I feel like just giving ourselves the space to discover more and more things at some point of our lives. I'm not saying like we have to do it all the time, but just giving ourselves the time to discover what we actually like. It's kind of like a happiness practice as well, right? Because it means you are allowing for something different in your life. You are allowing yourself to try new things. You are allowing yourself to find if you like it or not. And there's going to be some trial and error in this testing, what, what you like or don't like. And that's important to know as well. Like, it doesn't happen. It might not happen like, oh, I, I will decide now. I want to do something good for me. And then I try first thing and I'm um, like through the roof, right? It's not, sometimes not happening. It's like a slow process and... Uh, discovering those things that we like it's it's uh, one of the happiness practices actually and i would just kind of take it slowly mm -hmm. and what helped me actually i for the painting class i was invited by my friend and being around friends is like the best happiness practice and i that's why this situation around us now it's so difficult because it pre prevents us from like human touch like depends where we are at what time right like uh, we in Bali, we were super happy. We never had like, a, we did have a strict lockdown in the beginnings, but slowly, slowly as the situation was still okay here, the rules kept like being very like easy and open. So I could meet people, but I know back in Europe, there were times where people couldn't meet themselves. So like, it's like difficult for us at this time to keep the connection with the humans. It's like so important for us. So. Must have been difficult. And for that reason more, we sometimes have to go to the other happiness practices just to mm -hmm. kind of, we need to do something more on, on one side when we cannot have the happiness practice of like meeting our friends, talking to them freely, hugging and everything, you know, like it's difficult time. And, and certainly there is a time now more than ever to find our happiness practice, in my opinion. Definitely. As you said, I think it's important to incorporate uh, weekly the activities, uh, for example, like hobbies that make you happy. For me, this is some kind of walk or exercise. When I don't do it, I, I can feel that my happiness is different level. Or as you said, like meeting with friends, you know, sometimes 
when someone asks me, oh, what's your hobby? I say, yeah, it's my business. And I tend to forget that I also like need to have just joyful activities just for the purpose of having joy. So I try to like really schedule out activities in my throughout my week. Like on Monday, I meet with my friend. On Tuesday, I go for a walk. Uh, on Thursday, I go dancing, you know, and like really be mindful of having these activities in our life because nowadays when our lives are so busy and rushed and we just like wake up, we get ready, we go to work, we come back, we go to sleep, you know, and it's like this, we, we tend to forget to make these small things that bring us joy. So like really, really be mindful. And as you said, sometimes we have periods of our lives that we don't have time or we don't have space for these things to do. Uh, to go to see friends, you know, when there's coronavirus or something. So it's really good to have small black practices, like self-care practices that uh, create the feelings of happiness in your own, inside of you, you know, without having to go somewhere or having to see someone. And maybe we can discuss a few of these. Um, so I said, like, I sometimes do this gratitude thing. Um, I wanted to, if, if I can jump in, uh, because you said something that is for me like very, like I'm super passionate about, because what we tend to do is when we have time or when, when there is like a less stressful week at work, maybe we schedule something with like that makes us happy. But then we are getting crazy. I mean, I am, I'm definitely like this. When the work gets like super busy and I keep like, postponing the uh, the arrangement I made just for the happiness practice like I if I don't go to the painting class or I don't meet the friends that I promised to me because I'm too tired from the work or something that's when my mood drops like oh my gosh like a waterfall like <laughs> it's it's impossible so I learned and that's that's the biggest practice that I had to learn it's if I'm supposed to like, if I have to choose between what makes me happy and what, it, what it's like, I don't want to say I'm going to ditch all my work, right? But but you have like priority list. You have some kind of like system to determine which one is like really urgent and which one is like, which item is okay to move to some later day. And I just learned not to skip my happiness practices because if I do, that's the time when I get super stressed and then I'm not even productive in that work because I keep just overthinking some issues or perceived problems or, you know, like, I don't know if you have it, but I have it for sure. I have like fake arguments in my head with people that are not even there. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I'm not the only one, but I do that sometimes. And especially when I'm like stressed and I keep, not that I keep imagining, but Sometimes I can make a problem in my head more than it is, right? And that happens for sure in times when I don't find time for me, when I feel like uh, I have to skip the happiness practices because those are not important. So from some time now, I learn how to not do that. Like the, the happiness practices are actually more important than some kind of like work um, deadlines in a way, not, not deadlines, but something that I have to do for work because I know if I don't focus on my on my emotions that's 
but it helps me with like like I feel just so much more better and productive when I feel like content and that feeling I have when I continuously do the happiness practices so I just learned I just switched the order for me the happiness practice is like on a higher place than like work or something that I would call what's the word I'm searching for it's like something that you should do like if it if first of all if something starts with should I'm like no you shouldn't yes. like <laughs> yes. we even even like anywhere in any area if it starts with should you probably shouldn't you really have to find I really have to look at the ways like okay so maybe I am not the one to do it maybe I can delegate but okay I'm going on a like a slightly different topic uh, all I wanted to say is like I realized that for me it's most important to actually make time for the happiness practices no matter what because otherwise those are the times when I have like a crazy week and I don't know what to do sooner and it's like way too stressful than it should have been if I kept the happiness practice so so yeah maybe probably I cut your thoughts somewhere there I don't know if 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 you still remember what point um because what I feel last lately I just thought this is important for me to share yeah totally uh I feel like uh I'm very like empathic person and I really like suck the energy from outside a lot and especially when I'm like this I work with empathic women as well I really really need to have like very solid self-care practice and as you said like I keep it I feel all over the place I feel disorganized I don't get my work done I constantly think about oh you didn't do this oh you didn't do that you should have done that you you were supposed to do it this way you know uh, why are you surprised that it didn't work out for you? You know, and like the constant uh, inner critic, and I, I really strongly believe in like my morning routine. I, I just love it. This is like my time uh, when I really get connected to myself and remind myself my way where I am going. Uh, I talk more about uh, about this in my ebook. I will link. I will add the link below. Uh, yeah, but I still have like every morning I have some time for myself when I am grateful, when I check how I feel, when I kind of like have the intention to ground myself in myself. So I don't wake up and start being anxious what I have to do, you know. So as I said, like I prioritize self-care above everything. Sometimes I forget. And those are the days when I feel all over the place. And it's important to get back and really like figure figure out what works for you. You know, like having a list of things that you have to do in, in the morning, like, oh, I have to wake up, I have to meditate, then I have to be grateful, then I have to like do 100% of things. This is something that probably will not be beneficial for you. But as we discussed last time, if you wake up with the intention to uh, connect to yourself, ground yourself, uh, take care of yourself, and do something that comes out of that. Um, yeah, this will always help towards happiness, you know? Absolutely, absolutely, 100% agree. And I'm sorry, I'm like getting a little bit distracted, but Nero is super cute. He probably wants to go for a walk, although I don't know why, like it's afternoon for us. And <laughs> <laughs> 
in the morning yeah i'm certainly will in a moment he's like kind of like hidden a little bit now uh i absolutely agree especially if i call it to claim my morning if i start my day already with like some kind of tasks even if it's only in my head yeah i'm gonna show you baby okay Hello, baby are you there oh yeah. he's so cute what is his name nero Nero he means black in Italian uh, and he's black color. I'm not sure if it was visible, but he's completely yes. black. So I call him Nero. Yeah. Uh, if I start my morning on my own terms, meaning like I give myself the time to listen to at least like a short guide in meditation and then we go for a walk with Nero. And then we had like, if I have like peaceful morning, mm -hmm breakfast and coffee and if I have a time for journaling even though my day would be like by, by all logical criteria I would be like busy and and like maybe a little bit of a hassle there or like some strange energies I would be almost completely fine in inside like I would I would not freak out from anything I could I could accept it as it goes like okay I feel busy okay this is like strange situation but I can deal with it right but if I don't give myself the, the time in the morning to, to ground, oh my God, I'm all over the place. And I especially like my head, I'm, I'm, I'm an overthinker. I overthink everything and I stress and I stress myself so much. Like <laughs> there, there doesn't need to be anybody in the, in the room and I'm already stressing myself because of the way I think about things sometimes. So I realized like, yeah, the the one of the happiness practices for me is to start my morning on my own pace and of course it's not always possible uh, and on those days when it's not possible then the practice would be not to beat myself up for not being able to to have the practice like we said like like if i start with like oh my gosh i don't have time to meditate no that's not that, that's not helpful at all like it's much better to accept the situation as it is even though it's not perfect every day. And, and yeah, I can, I can at least keep my calm. But, but yeah, the best is like when I actually have time to, to oh no, sorry, not have time. I have to make time. And, but sometimes it's difficult, right? Because I feel like, oh, I should be already going to that meeting and like um, I didn't wake up soon enough. So yeah, of course I, I keep my deadlines, right? But like, yeah, at least like, not beating myself up if I cannot do something. Totally. And like we hear from everywhere, oh, you know, you should wake up at 5 a.m. and start working immediately and get things done. And oh, you should, I don't know, um, if I was you, I would have already done this, 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 and so many things, you know. And uh, yeah, I you. Have to think this. This, this is not me. Like my priority is having a life that I enjoy, having a life that uh, is fun for me, and is not like stressful. You know? My priority is not being stressed. My priority is to get things done, but like being happy while I'm doing it. So I don't choose the path of uh, waking up at 5 a.m. and getting stressed myself and like pushing myself through everything. I want to enjoy those things. So this is like not super path for me. I'm still kind of figuring out how to do this path. Um, what helps me, as we said, it's like the self-care, reminding myself of my goals and like really not making things hard for myself, not 
judging myself for not doing things the way that I think it's supposed to be. Yeah, so this is such a huge point. <laughs> yeah, you, you speak from my heart because there is so many like reminders. I'm not gonna say reminders. It's like so, so many noise out there or saying or giving like too much rules of what's the right thing to do. Like the 5 a.m. I mean, I, I didn't read the book and I agree with the principles. I just don't feel like it. I, my day would have to start at 5 a.m., right? Like for me, it's just like to claim the morning. Um, and like, if, if there is too many rules, that's, I have the same feeling as you. It's just too restrictive. And I couldn't follow it. It would be too much stress for me to try to follow it. And therefore it's not beneficial. And there is very, very, I mean, maybe I'm just discovering now, but as you, as I uh, resonate with you, like the thing is actually to, to figure out what we like, like to, to do it kind of in a flow, in like a very soft energy and not super pushy because uh, I don't believe in like pushing myself to wake up at five, five o'clock when I like I barely could wake up at seven. Like, I'm, oh, this is a good story. So of course I, kind of like followed a lot of, uh, tried to follow a lot of these advices and I wanted to like have a routine, wake up at seven, go running. That was kind of like back in my previous life. <laughs> never happened people, never happened. <laughs> Whatever I tried is like oh, 21 days or you know, like you will develop a habit after 21 days. No, people, no, not for me. Like I can do it 22 days and then I'm like, <laughs> if I can say it's like fuck no <laughs> I'm not gonna do it <laughs> we probably have to <laughs> beep some parts of my language off I'm so sorry but um, now when, I, when I'm here and I'm like kind of feeling more peaceful and I got Nero and I started to do the morning walks with him I naturally came to a point when we are waking up somewhere around six o'clock and we are walking at 6.30. And that, that was something I, I tried to push myself to kind of achieve back home a few years ago. And it never worked because it was like from a pushy energy. Yeah. And now when I, when I stopped putting any limits on myself, when I just really did what felt good, mm-hmm. now I developed the practice like in a very like in a way coming from hearts it's it feels good it's not like i i do have an alarm but it's for 7 30 and i'm just usually like I, I wake up at six we go for a walk and when we come back from the walk that's when i my alarm starts and i'm like oh i woke up before alarm right it's like it just feels so 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 much aligned so much more aligned when it comes from a peaceful energy when it comes from getting happy, being happy, doing what makes you happy. Exactly. Uh, for me, if somebody tries to push me to do something, even if it's me, usually it's me trying to push myself. Mm-hmm. No way, no way. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy that there, there are other people. <laughs> There's so many people and I think this needs to be said. As well, like, like no, if it's too pushy, it's not beneficial. Yeah, and yeah, uh, this is for me with work. So, you know, I tend to be like, oh, I should do this. I have to do this. And then I stop enjoying the work. I don't flow and I don't create good work. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I still like look for my own way of working that is like highly productive while not being too restrictive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, for example, I wanted to mention this. I last week I was in Spain and there was like one driver that was driving me from my place of uh, staying to the airport. And yeah, I was asking him, he was from Slovakia, and I was asking him, so how do you like uh, living here? He's like, oh my God, I love it. You know, in Czech Republic, in Spain, there's such a stressful and busy energy. And I felt like I'm constantly behind. Um, and here, like, I just enjoy simple things. Like, I walk my dog, I uh, go to see places, So sometimes, I want to say, sometimes we push ourselves to do things that we don't even want to do. And for me, this is mostly pushing myself, uh, like here in Prague, to be in accordance with the rules of others, with the lives of others. However, this is not what I want, you know. So it's hard for myself to be happy in this when it's this is not what I want. And I think we've already discussed it in our previous uh recordings that sometimes we live the life of someone else and this yes. is where the feeling of being unhappy should get us back to our alignment to what is true for us to what we truly want so i feel at times when we really feel unhappy ask yourself like is uh is this what i'm doing really what i enjoy is this what i want like is this my joyful thing you know So coming back from the shoulds and supposed tos to who I really am, to what I really want, because like we have only one short life and we want to live it in accord, like accordingly to us, not like accordingly to some society rules or our family yeah. uh, expectations, you know. So yeah. I I really 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 relate um, in like the way why. Bali was so beneficial to me. It was the first time I allowed myself to actually figure out my life for the first time. Like I, I really had to answer a question like, okay, well, what do I like to do? Like, what, what does even like make me happy? Because like from the simplest things, like I used to, I, I've, I looked up to people who were who had a morning practice of running and I'm like, oh, that's like so cool and they are so productive and uh, they are super successful. So yes, of course, I, w- I would like naturally go like before, like, okay, let's try running. But it's just not so much not aligned with who I am. And I try to push myself to the to like become a person who is not me. And it's no no fault of their or of like the, the mentors or whatever. I. Uh, ideal people I had right like uh, my ideals uh, it's just I had to do the real work of figuring out what life I want to have and I'm and it's still a process like uh, <laughs> I keep laughing like how slow I take things I'm three years in and I still don't have like the full picture right <laughs> but, but it's gonna be okay like at, at least right now uh, Yeah, it's like it's like a never finishing work. It's like even if I would achieve everything that I want now in like a few years, there there would be like the more expansion, more like growth somewhere else. So so it's like a job that is not never finished, right? So at least I now I know that. 
but yeah definitely like uh it's about for me it's about always coming back to to me and that means also a lot of trial and error uh and that that's just life right like how would i figure out if i like something or don't like something if i don't try whereas before i was definitely stopping myself even for from trying because I don't know, I, I pushed myself so much. Like if I choose one thing, I have to stick to it forever. And I'm like, right now I'm looking at myself like, why, where did this, where did this even come from? I don't even know until now, but, but it's like, uh, it's like the deep work of, of figuring out how we actually work. And sometimes we have like, it, it's, it was developed as a defense mechanism of some sort, for sure. Like everything that we have, every habit that we have, it comes, it's developed as like something that would protect us before. Uh, so even though it's not beneficial anymore, it started as a good thing. So the thing for me is just to realize it and, and then decide from my now adult point of view, if I want to keep it as a habit or not. Uh, and that's kind of part of the work. But maybe we we like went so far from the happiness practices to like the real, real heavy work. But it's part of it. It's part of it, right? Like like that's that's life, and that's where I am so happy when we share our experiences. Although it sometimes might be like very very personal, but I believe the more people talk about it, kind of like openly, the more uh other humans have the chance to kind of like listen to a different opinion and see things differently yeah what i admire on on like people that i follow now it's they are so very real to themselves they are they're they are themselves on in their work in their personal life okay in their personal life i don't kind of know them but like it it just shows their personality shows so much in their work, in whatever live stream they have or uh, recordings, uh, that I kind of want to again, like, not that I would mimic them this time. This time they are my ideals, but they are my ideals in like, oh, they are so real to themselves. So I want to be, I want to find out the the real me. And when we share from this perspective, we are kind of giving hope to other people who who get to know us by whatever we are doing uh to get the information because it was just very recently when i when i kind of felt that oh finally i find my people like not everybody can run wake up at 5 a.m and like to whatever like run 20 kilometers i i really felt lacking before i, I felt like something's wrong with me when i don't even strive anymore for those things yeah. right and i just right now i finally believe nothing's wrong with me and I'm trying to figure out what I like and I'm going to be good at what I like. And if it's like being lazy and then it's going to be being lazy. Like I, I really yeah, can't wait definitely. to be lazy again. <laughs> I got too busy lately. <laughs> no, but and what I see lately, I feel like there's so many coaches and mentors who are acting like they know it all. I mean, and they are doing everything correctly and they are teaching something. Oh. However, they are not practicing it themselves. And they make the followers feel like uh, you don't do enough. You know, you you are not successful because you are not doing enough. And I feel we really need to share, as you said, we need to share these stories because there's so many people who feel bombarded by media, by you know all the 
information that we didn't have like 100 years ago. And uh, they need to know that, yeah, it's okay. And they can go their own way. And there's also a way of happiness and happy life without uh, extremely hard hustle in the beginning. Like you can still choose a joyful life and still achieve whatever you want to achieve in a happy way, you know. I completely agree. It's like um, the way I uh, try to not like present my work, but whenever I share some practices that help me, I hope I'm doing a good job of actually saying, but this is me. Like I'm trying to, to even say it in a way, like how did I develop the practice? And that it's like, it comes from within, it comes from what I like, because I don't want people to think they would have to do the same thing. I want them to get the, the perspective of, okay, slowing down a little bit so I can find out what works for me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the, if there would be a rule, the rule for me would be just find out what you like, how you work, how, how you can be the most productive to yourself. And for me, certainly it was not productive when I was like listening to the inner critic and, um, to my inner critic just like bombarding me with like oh i don't do enough uh i did so yeah going on the rant again but yeah if there would be a rule the rule should be figure out us you you can i can only figure out me you can only figure out you and by sharing we can maybe inspire somebody else to do the same for them again like figure out their own set of rules which i'm like hopefully that's what i'm striving here for like yeah and, you know, I think that uh, I deeply believe in coaches like us because we guide people to find their own way. You know, I don't believe in coaches that tell me, oh, you have to do this, you have to do that. I always work with my clients that I ask, like I dig into what they really want, what works for them, even like in nutrition, because there are some rules that, of course, we need to know how the body works. However, they know their body knows what it needs their body knows what food it needs and they have this inner knowing and I don't want them to get disconnected from their own inner knowing. So I like guide them to like uh, getting the clues from their body, understanding their inner guidance. And this is so important, like not following what um, all the successful, maybe sometimes like you can get inspired from listening to a successful person who has achieved something that you want to achieve. However, still like connect with yourself. Is this true for me? Is only the only way I have to do this? You know, if this resonate, if this doesn't resonate with me, it doesn't mean that one hundred percent you need to follow this advice of this person that is somewhere higher than you. So you still need to like check with yourself and see if it's okay with. Yeah. Precisely. Uh, the way I know, if, if some some of my mm, mentors or like people that I follow, if they share a practice that they do, the way how I know if it's going to be good for me or not, it's kind of in the feeling. Like if it already sounds like, oh my gosh, such a hustle, I'm like, no. <laughs> Either I have to like tweak it in a way that it doesn't feel like a hustle to me. Or if I'm like, oh, okay, this, yeah, because there are, there are things that I find hard, of course, because by by definition, the growth happens outside of your comfort zone. So sometimes 
there are emotions we have to process when we are we are doing something beneficial uh, to us, but it might not feel like the happiest thing we do, right? Like I don't want to pretend like I'm, I'm not happy all the time. It's kind of like the work is in like going through the emotions, but I do know kind of the difference. I'm not sure I, I'm doing a good job of explaining it, but there is a difference between me knowing that okay this will not work for me this will just not work this is just like totally going against who i am and then i know the difference between like okay this could work for me and i know i would have to stretch there because it's not my practice yet or i'm not i wouldn't even say discipline because i don't don't believe in discipline anymore it's like, yes, there are some things where I'm not there yet and I would like to be and I know they would be beneficial. And I'm, the feeling is like, I'm eager to learn this, although I know it's going to be difficult. Whereas the other thing is like, oh no, this is not for me. And it's okay. I am happy that it works for you, but it's your practice and I have to just develop something else for me because I know the other thing will work for me better. Yeah, you've explained it uh, beautifully. Um yeah, sometimes there's something that's uncomfortable, and but it still feels good for you. You want to do it, you know. So I don't want to say like don't follow anything that doesn't feel good because something sometimes the thing that you need to do will stretch you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, we, sometimes we need to do it. But just like checking with yourself, does it feel aligned with me? I would say, does it feel aligned? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Alignment is is the feeling to strive for. And it also takes a habit until we know like which things resonate with us or not. Mm-hmm. But wanting to be mindful of time, um, maybe we can start wrapping up. Mm, and I would kind of like, we each named quite a lot of things that help us. Maybe we can summarize them each for, for, for us. So the humans listening could see how they feel about each one of them and see if they want to incorporate or not for themselves and and yeah and go from there (laughs) so would you like to start do you want me to start okay so i'll start (laughs) um for me from my experience is having your morning or evening practice like very like set point where in your day that you know that you will connect to yourself so you stay in touch with yourself uh, then for me works perfectly feeling of gratitude <laughs> listening to things you are grateful for or things you are good at uh, not beating yourself up for not being able to you know for anything not beating yourself up giving yourself some self-love and when you feel really down reach for the next a more positive feeling or do something that brings you a little bit more positive uh joyful experience and yeah. Yeah, try to live your own life not someone else's life <laughs> yeah wow so good so good <laughs> um what were mine so i resonate with yeah w- w- what you said in like maybe in my head is like divided between like the things that I should stop doing, like like you said, stop pressuring myself, stop um, or or like think differently about the things that now I consider just 
medical. <laughs> Can you guys hear him? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. All right, guys, sorry, my dog is started to bark, so this part was cut out. What I was saying is, uh, like for me, there is kind of the things that I have to stop doing, and then there is the practices that if I continue with them, it's kind of kind of makes me happy. So for all the things that I, it would be beneficial if I stop doing to myself, it's usually like stop listening to the inner critic. Like it is there for a reason, but if if I kind of get, if I feel like it's getting hold of me, that's uh, that's where things go south like super quickly. So shifting in the moment when I already start being too harsh on myself and, or too like judgmental, too pushy or anything, it's like <clears throat> quite an important happiness practice for me. And um, also, just like any said, feeling constantly happy or, or in a high, super perfect emotion, it's just not possible. So being kind to ourselves, not, not like, of course, being kind, but like, it's a normal thing to feel down. So just respect for me to respect the feeling, go through it, and then shift to the kind of like the next better thing. And then from the practices, I, I, I know I should make time for them. I should, I want to make time for them. And it's like uh, super nice if I make time for them because then everything flows. It's to kind of play with my doggy whenever like I have the chance, like just to have him, you know, like a, like a small puppy around me, it's amazing. So that could be connected like in a bigger thing, like a love, laugh in your life in whatever form or shape it's possible at the moment for you. And then the painting for me. So that could be in a category like figure out your passions or whatever brings flow to your life. It, it really feels, it's, a, it's actually a nice activity. And I would add, not that I'm there alone painting, it's with my friends as well. So, so that's like huge part of it. So figure out what, what helps you and what what's like the whole combination of it. So it's not only painting for me, but it's because I have a time to check in with my friends, how they are after a busy week we all had. So, so yeah, it's amazing. And morning practice in a way of not, push, not pushing myself for exact hours, just to claim my morning. Um, and that would be like, I kind of have a list that I would like to go through, but if, even if I cannot make all of it, it's like not a problem. And it starts with um, listening to a guided meditation. And then we go for a walk with Nero because he's like super impatient. So I have to go, <laughs> but I'm happy that he pushes me to go. And then we just come back home and we eat. And then uh, I'm journaling, my journaling practice. And I would also say, I mean, we kind of said it, but um, make the morning practice be completely fitted to you. Like I could never possibly do anything longer before we walk with Nero, because after some time after me, he wakes up, but then, then it's very clear he wants to go for a walk. So then it would be actually a stretch to try to do anything else because, you know, he's a, he's a puppy. He's like, you don't explain to him like, yeah, wait, I, Nikki needs like 30 minutes to meditate now. <laughs> It would be funny. Anyway, uh, and I would kind of wrap up with, with the most important thing. Every person is going to have different, different needs, different practices. And 
your job is to figure out yours the same way as my job is to figure out mine and allow for a change, allow for a change at any given time and a moment. Because the, the feeling, the underlying feeling should be the feeling of freedom and flow, not that you have to do it, right? Like, yeah, like try avoiding feelings like I should or I have to. <laughs> that, that would be the, the core of my message. Yeah, I think you ended up ended it up beautifully. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. So, Charlie, where can people follow you for more goodness, uh, from for more thoughts of wisdom from you? Yeah. So I'm the most active on Instagram. My name is a n n i e dot any dot hladikova a n n i e dot h l a d i k o v a. We will write it uh, below this video. And Nikki, where can people follow you? I feel like I'm most active in my Facebook group currently, Life on Your Own Terms. And um, we will probably write my webpage somewhere in, in, the, <laughs> in the bottom because uh, it's difficult to spell. But on the social media, um, I'm mostly you can search for, hey, this is Nikki. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is Nikki and you should find me. Instagram, Facebook, and Clubhouse should show under this handle. So, yeah. So, we will see you guys wow. next time with another great topic. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for today, and it was wonderful. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>